This is a HeadGum Podcast. In 86, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time the Babysitter's Club Mystery. Tanner. Jack Shepard, you son of a gun. Yes. I almost me. locked myself out of my co-working space. Uh, so I hear. That's what I almost all the, died. All the creep bros are saying. It, it made it through the grapevine over here. They're like, do you hear I about was, that um, creative professional who got locked out of his WeWork? I was <laughs> left to the harsh elements. Yeah. Anything could have happened to me. Yeah. I could have been killed by one of Brooklyn's famous muggers. Oh, yeah. I've heard about that. Um, or I could have been killed by the- Like the, the warriors. The, oh, and the warriors. The yeah, warriors could have got you. Group of lesbian ladies come and they like yeah they entice me back to their lesbian den and then they kill me. Does that happen in the Warriors? Fairly often to you. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> it happens to. Let's see. It happened in the Warriors. It yeah. happened in the Odyssey. Yeah. Um, and no, it has not happened to me. Okay. All right. Well, count your lucky stars. Yes. We are going on vacation. This is our final big record. Yep. Yep, then we're going to take about 10 days off while I go to England with my family and you go to Minnesota with your family. Going back to our homelands. Going back to our homelands. Cyril's going to meet his uncle, Leon. Okay. He hasn't met him yet? No. I met him. Yep. Okay, well, that's nothing to show off so, about. You've had I met him probably like five or six so. years ago. Okay, fine. Well, that was- I went to a bar with him, had okay. a few drinks. It was fine. really nice. Yes. He has a kid, too. Yes. Called Conrad. Conrad. Yes. Um, guess what, Cyril? So started. Cyril's not that special. Is what okay, I'm saying. Fine. Uh, well, you're gonna eat those words because he just started daycare. So pretty oh, okay. special. Yeah. And that—that's what you guys want to do with him. Yeah, that's how you want to bring him up. You want to do daycare instead of like a. It's not my problem anymore. Like he's, a more private nanny kind of thing. He's Miss Bianca's problem. Ooh, Miss Bianca. Yeah. Is she I a listener? She's a listener. She seems so nice, and I don't think she. She has made no indication that she wants anyone to call her Miss Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> so but that's what you've decided to call her? We call her Miss Bianca. My, We are looking for a nanny right now for our boy, and we're in a nanny share. We're going to do a nanny share with another family. Yeah. And the woman who's in the nanny share, who, God, I hope she stopped listening, the other day learned did about she the start podcast. Oh, she did. And okay. said, oh, I'm going to listen to it. I love those books. And I was like, yeah, great. Good. And then the other day I saw her, and she was like, I listen to your podcast <laughs> i listen to a little bit of your podcast good that's I love, nice i love dad talk oh okay and i was like oh, okay you should good. really start it number one yeah that it never it, it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense if you kind of pick up with the recent episodes that's the first time i think probably in history that someone has said i'm gonna listen to your podcast and then did right that's not how that's to supposed to go a of it yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I really love that part, like where you introduce yourselves. Yeah. Actually, that's you like say twenty your name minutes so in. So well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love the theme song. <laughs> um, this has been Dead Talk. Dead Talk. Yeah. Um, but that's not why we're here. We are here is for me to say hi, hi. And why? Why? Whew. And welcome to the Babysitters Club. 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 Mystery. Club. Club. 
I'm Jack Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And what we do here is that we read and discuss the great mysteries in the Great Mystery Cycle by the great mystery herself, Anne Mystery Martin. And the great mystery that we're going to be talking about today is a great mystery called Babysitter's Club Mystery number 30, Christy and the Mystery Train. Yes. It's about a mystery train. It's a mystery train. Yeah, and that train is mysterious, and it's a, and it's a mystery train, and there's a mystery on the train. Yeah. Yeah. There's Which, a train song on the radio right now that I really like. Runaway train, never coming back. Yep, and it's Runaway yeah. Train by... Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum. I love that that's on the radio now. Yeah, yeah. it's one of my faves, too. I, I'm, yeah. I like that. Runaway train. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, uh, we should have Cyril in here. He fucking loves trains, man. D- he loves Soul Sound? No, he loves train. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, ah, meet Virginia. Ah, yeah, got it. Ah, Good. My one yeah. was from like 10 years before that. <laughs> <laughs> the newest one is just Heart and Soul. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, really? Da, 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 they like ran da, out of da, ideas. Da, da. Yeah, and they just like they're like, like that song uh, was famous and sure. big. Yeah, why not? Um, what we do here is we talk about the Babysitters Club mysteries, and this week there's a mystery that's on a train, and it's a tr- dangerous train, and the train is colliding with danger, and Christie's on it. It did. It never collided with anything actually. With it did run into a lot of. Turbulence and turbulence. And yeah, did pull the emergency stop many times. And but somebody maybe the... was thrown off of it and died. Someone was thrown off of it and didn't die, but he was going to pretend that he had amnesia. Yeah, very complicated. Um, let's get into it via Hitchcockian. Hitch, it's Hitchcockian. Um, let's oh, get in. Fuck. Okay, what's happening? There's, well, right before we got on the call, I said I haven't written a description yet. Yeah. Uh, and then I Googled train movies, and we were going through some train movies together, but there's literally a Hitchcock film called Strangers on a Train, and maybe that could have been the thing. Oh, that you used to uh, inspire you to write your original to, description? Yep. Just kind of jog you into tr- a train frame of mind? Yep. Um, I didn't do that. Well, let's see what you did do, because it's the part of the oh, shit. Podcast where your Fuck it, we're doing nanny it share person has long since stopped listening, and we Bill can O'Reilly. really get into the okay, yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Doing it live. We can really get into the descriptions of the book. You and... write the fucking thing, and I'll fucking do it live. You know that? Yeah. Meme of the week. The meme of the week. Good. Yeah. It's, it's it's kid Bill o, Bill O'Reilly. Remember they did a, had a kid one. No. There's a kid one. I remember kid president. Yeah, there's a kid Bill O'Reilly. Look it up. Okay, and he says, fuck it, we'll do it live. Probably. That's like the you main thing the that Bill O'Reilly says. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it in there. Hey, it's Tanner. Um, I'm editing the episode. Uh, I have absolutely no idea what Jack is talking about. I cannot find a video of kid Bill O'Reilly anywhere, so I uh, just wanted to let you know. Um, what we're going to do is you're going to describe this novel, then I will do my best to pick up the pieces and describe the novel after you have it. Finished. Is okay. Any last words? No. Okay. I was gonna make a. Remember the old Tombstone pizza commercials? Yeah. Oh what yeah. What do you want on your tombstone? Yeah. Are they even? So that when old? you said any last words, I was gonna say like, oh, pepperoni, pepperoni. And mushrooms. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be really sad if if somebody if you're ever before a firing squad and you panic <laughs> yeah. and you're like any last words and you're like, uh, anchovies and uh, extra yeah. cheese, please. Oh, you guys no. remember those tombstone the, pizza commercials? The bit doesn't work. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why don't you describe the novel? Okay, I shall, and I okay. shall do so. Let's hear it. There was a lot of names in this book. Oh, Let's my go. God. I wrote them all down. You want me to just say them to you? Will you just copy and paste them in a text to me? Because I need to do some on-the-fly Fine. Name well, this is the kind of shit you should have been doing instead of getting yourself locked out of your co-working space <laughs> and throwing yourself on the mercy of Brooklyn's beer. creative professional class. I was baby nation riddle babies. I was so good. I'm fucked up, fucked up the time, but I fucked up in the time in a way that only I do, which is I was a half an hour early. Yeah. So I walked to the studio and I set up and I got all my shit ready. And then I was like, well, I don't have enough beer. And I now realize that I'm a half an hour early. So I'm going to go buy a beer and then lock myself out of the studio. Banged on the door and some like fucking Brooklyn windfluencer. Like gauges. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. He's like, could I get you a cappuccino? (laughs) That's good. Good. That seems nice. Okay. Read your thing. Okay. And I'm pulling up the list of names. Here we go. Enola Thacker's Babysitter's Club Mystery number... 30. 30. Uh, Christy and the Mystery Train. Three estranged American friends reunite for a meticulously planned soul-searching train voyage across the mid-Atlantic one year after the death of their father. Okay. Armed with 11 suitcases, a laminated itinerary, a can of pepper spray a supply of over-the-counter painkillers, and a host of family conflicts ready to interrupt. Um, Nikki Pike, um, Derek Masters, and James Pierce eventually find themselves stranded alone in the middle of the desert, at which point an unexpected new chapter in their journey begins, featuring a sensational cast including Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody, Jason Schwartzman and Angelica Houston. Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 30 is a dazzling and hilarious film that takes Thacker's work to deeper places than ever before and is only a little um, problematic. Is it? Kind of race stuff. Okay, great. Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 30, Christy and the Mystery Train. I. Yep. You uh, hit almost none of the plot points of the book. Except that there is a train, I would say. Okay. As my as my only criticism. Other than that, really, eight, five stars out of five. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do can I, I try again? Yes. Abys- I would describe that as abysmal. That was abysmal. And yeah. Yeah. And I'm realizing now it shared a lot of in, in common with them. The Darjeeling Limited. Um, mm-hmm. he, I'll, I'll start over and I'll just do it from the top just of my head. top of your head. That's better. Okay. Yeah. And this is... A review of Babysitter's Club, mystery number 30, Christy and the Mystery Train by Tanner Greenring. Okay. Um, If you like your alt-country a bit heavy on the alternative side, with light classic rock touches, then look no further than Nola Thacker's mystery novel, Babysitter's Club, mystery number 30, Christy and the Mystery Train. Fronted impressively by vocalist songwriter Christy, Christy. Thomas <laughs> and supported by strong guitar-driven pop melodies, this is easy listening rock with crafty edges and unforgettable tunes. Eggplant, I Am, Free, and Meet Virginia crackle with inspired <laughs> hooks and reflective lyrics. Nola Thacker's music is uh, books are direct and basic. All around, Babysitter's Club Mystery, number 30, Christy and the Mystery Chain, 
Train is a total package of good music with smart song craft. Great. That now that was much better. And is it right. did, is it Meet Virginia because the train is called the Night Train to Charleston? Yep, and Virginia it, yeah. it goes through Virginia. Yeah. Okay. That yep. makes a lot of sense. Uh, great. Well, That's what you... the the director says. When yeah. He, the the conductor when they get across the border to Virginia, he's like, "Meet Virginia." <laughs> um, you really? And he's um, like, I get it. We're on a train. Redeemed yourself with that. I yep. thought that was excellent. Um, and you've left very little for me to do, except I'm going to try. Let me just reach into my mind palace here and see if I can remember what the fucking B plot is. Oh, it's not B very plot interesting. Is got it? The... Got it? Got it? I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. So what pulling I'm pulling up a wicked yep. fun game. So pull up a um... called sixty second burger run. Okay. Great. I don't need to sing it. Don't make a I still don't know if I've figured out the time thing because it's slow now. Now oh, it's slow. You, you tried to cheat it and put it on half speed. I tried to hack it. Okay, unhack it because that's a I don't know cheat. if I know how. So you're going to get as much time as you get, and I'll just warn you when you're coming to the open end. Open it okay? in an incognito window. Okay. I'm going to open it in Safari. You get extra time, and you're like, oh, no. Well, this well, I'm a purist. We follow the fucking rules here. I'm a purist, and I shan't. Okay. All right, you ready? Um, Please sign up to keep playing. No. They want me to sign up for cool math games? No. Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, you've got a lot of joy out of it. I don't take any joy in this. Okay. It does seem like you do sometimes. No, I hate it. <laughs> does it, it doesn't seem like you All right, we're it. doing it in Chrome, and you're just going to deal with okay. however much time you get in it. Okay. It should be around 60 seconds. It okay, might fine. be closer to 90 seconds. Please keep. Please sign up to keep playing. The world's best collection of games for logic, reasoning, and fun. Already a subscriber? Log in. And I say, no, I'm not a subscriber. I want a free trial. And they say, okay, enjoy cool math games for free for seven days. And then you can continue for $6 a month after that. You know what has happened? Okay, I've got two things for you. You know what has happened is what we have popularized 60-second burger runs so much with our hit podcast that they're, they realize they can make money off of it. Well... So, second thing, go find another 60-second game that's free. Fuck those guys. I just can't be- I never even- oh, I never even beat it. Oh, my God. I'm so mad. You know what? what? Fuck you, cool math games. Here's one Fuck called- Fuck you. Robot Gentleman. Yeah, I'm going to that one now, too. Okay. It's actually- It's called 60 Seconds Reatomized. Sounds and fun. It says here, get it. So, I'm going to click get it. <laughs> what does that do? Oh, this is an iPhone game. No, we don't want that. 60-second web game. I just want to fucking... Here's, here's, here's one on Congregate. Play 60 seconds on crazy games. Or you know what you could do is just put a timer on and listen to me. I don't even, I don't even have a, a... I don't have a concept for how that would work. Is this because I hacked your game, Cool Math Games? Yeah, why did you hack it and you still couldn't beat it? Okay, I'm going to try 60-second Santa run. Okay, that sounds fun. Okay, I'm in. Okay. Woo! Thank God. Okay. Okay, luckily there is a um, Christmas-branded version of 60 Second Burger <laughs> Run called 60 Second Santa Perfect. Run. Okay. And it's not locked down. It is on CoolMathGames.com, my new mortal enemy, who I will spend every waking moment for let's the rest ta- of my well, life let's trying devote, to destroy. After, the, but... after this, we'll devote a little bit of time just doing whatever we can to destroy their reputation and business. But well. I am able to play 60 Second Santa Run, so I'm going to in five, four, three. 
Okay. It's a whole new map. It's an all new map. Okay, and no talking for you. And no talking for you. And start again. Start again. Start again. Because you talk. Well, I can't. I start again. Start again. Start again. Start again. You talk. I'm going to reload the page. I'm going to reload. Okay. It's a whole new experience, Jack. Okay, and you have to keep quiet, remember. Okay, and I will. I will. Okay, you ready? Okay. In five, four, three, Okay, the superb rat is back in Stony Brook. Derek Masters is back filming a new movie, and the movie is called Night Train to Charleston. And as part of the publicity for the movie, they are actually taking a night train from Boston to Charleston, and a bunch of press is invited. And this woman called Jane Atlantic is this mean photographer who's trying to expose the affair of two of the actors, Benjamin Athens and El San Carlos, who are both on the train. Um, And meanwhile, the screenwriter is also on the train, um, and uh, Christy and Abby and Stacy are invited to look after uh, Derek and his brother and David Michael and Linny and Nikki, who also come along. Uh, Guess what? A bunch of bad shit happens. There are smoke bombs on the train and pranks and sabotage and notes saying you're going to die. Who did it? Well, it turns out that um, the person who did it was not named in the introduction of the book. It's this guy who was Ronald Pierce, the screenwriter's student in college who wrote the original screenplay and is jealous that Ronald Pierce didn't credit him and was trying to do this weird ruse to like frame Ronald Pierce and get him in trouble. Uh, Meanwhile, the B-plot is that the um, country club that we read about with the Stanton Chaws in the book Abby and the Secret Society um, is uh, host to all of the rest of the Babysitter's Club who are doing a pool party and Stephen Stanton Chaw can't swim but they teach him to swim and that must be 60 seconds Tanner. I don't know it's you're only about three quarters of the way through okay well that's gotta be 60 seconds I think there's something wrong with flash on my computer yeah I think so too because I I really got I got that whole thing out and it was definitely at least sixty seconds. Oh, Jack! This is, well, that gives us time to talk about this experience. Uh, it's so I'm not interesting. Sh- sure that it does, but yeah, because it's like sixty second burger run, but it's uh-huh. different in every conceivable way. Okay, okay, your Santa. Every level layout is different. Wow, what an experience! I'm so exhilarated just seeing like a new way to do and play this game. Okay, well, and I made it to like level four, even still. And can can we posit that if it doesn't take 60 seconds, it has become useless and you can never play it again? Yes. And also, fuck cool math games. Yeah. These guys try to extort me. They yeah. got this like protection racket up where they're like, oh, you like our game so much and it's an integral part of your podcast that you make several yeah. hundred dollars on every week. Well, guess what? We want a taste. Yeah. And I say, you know what I say to that? What? Fuck you. Fuck cool math games. And we should do a shirt. Yeah. We should do a shirt on the merch store that just says drool math fuck, games. Fuck cool math games. Yeah, a drool math and games, and we'll I, sell a million of them, and people, and then we'll just throw it in cool math games' face. I think if we say fuck cool math games, even though we're against them, we're still conceding Copyright that they are strike. that they are cool math games and that they're cool. Oh yeah, how about cool math games? We're like drool math games, and also fuck them. Yes, and that's a perfect T-shirt slogan. Yeah. Bad math games, not good. On the back, it'll have the big dog from yeah. Big Dogs. Oh, that's cool. And he's clutching $6, and he's yeah. like, you want my $6? Come and get it. Okay. And he's holding a handgun in his other hand. Okay, that's great. And a, a lot of people would wear that shirt. I certainly would. Right. Uh, go to daycare to pick up my boy in that shirt. People will <laughs> love that shit. Is that the big dog from Big Dog? And it says, fuck cool drool math games? Are you sure you're allowed to pick up your son? 
Fuck you. Uh, let's talk about the book, man. It was complicated. It was difficult. Um, Noel, um, Noel is back. Check. Yes. Sorry. What's going on? You all right? It's got a little lighthead for a second. What? It's, it's all like that in here. running around, fucking yeah, getting locked out of the place. You okay? No. Is it something worse? Something else is it. What is it? Do you want me to call someone? Jamie, if you're listening, just know that I love you. Okay. <sighs> I don't think... And if I die... If Jamie's listening, Tanner, it'll be in It's like okay to take a new lover. Three weeks time. Maybe I don't more. mind if you take a new lover. Okay. <sighs> All right, Jamie. Do, do, oh, you do I think you. it's passing. Oh, I know what okay. it was. What was oh, it? Oh, it was a thack attack. Oh, a thack attack. Thack attack. Oh, and Jesus. And those hurt like the devil, but yeah. they are non-fatal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're yeah. very, very painful. Yeah. Um, and, but it's an unfortunate side effect of the business that we're in, which is reading books by Nola Thacker, and I ain't no Nola Thacker. Um, and I got a Nolan one this week. That's right. The Thack is back, Jack. And it's Nola Thacker wrote another one this week. And yep. uh, she really went for it. She basically must have read the novel Christie and the Vampires. Yep, and, and then just like, kind of like wrote, wrote. She was like, "What if Christie and the Vampires, but it's on a train?" Yeah, it's cut and also and print. We'll, we'll reference Christie and the Vampires. Yeah, endlessly. A bunch of times they're like, "This is just like Christie and the Vampires." Yeah, who's who wrote Christie and the Vampires? Is it Alan? Alan. Yeah, must have been right. Must have been. But fang alert for this one too, because um, Hollywood's got its fangs into uh, the sleepy town of Stony Brook this week. Mm. Bunch of. I think one thing that we can say is is not everybody did the crime. But they're okay. all assholes. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. They're all assholes. Everyone, the train is full of bad people. Yeah. And they all have stupid names. Yeah. Rock um, Harding is the director. The stars- Oh, actually, it's, can I stop you there? Okay, yeah. That brings me to my first name generator of the night. Oh, we got a name generator. Yeah. Okay. We do them in this one now, too. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. So we do a lot of name generators in our Patreon podcast- which you can find at patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. But guess what? You can get a free one right here. Uh, and it's a name generator. And is it, what is your director name? Yeah, what is your... Director name. Great. Rock Harding. So Rock I think Harding. what you do is you take a... Uh, j- uh, mineral. Mineral. That is sure. Shares... You know, like the famous mineral rock. Or the famous rock band Mineral. Oh, yeah. Okay. That works. Uh, <laughs> Take a mineral that shares the first letter of your first name. What do you want? A hard substance? You can say a hard. But su- that's and that's why I hesitated. Yeah, that's why that I tried to save you, sense. and then you attacked me. Well, <laughs> it was biting the hand that feeds. <laughs> I think a mineral is good because okay. we're going to get some fun names that okay. way. So you take a mineral that shares the first letter of a first name. Okay, and is it one syllable or is it as many syllables as you need? Because okay. I feel like minerals are going to be pretty tricky. Okay. I'm thinking of like the Isaacs and the Quintons out there. Yeah, and you can take a fairly expansive definition of mineral here. I think you can take because rock is like a broad category, but you could yeah. also say like I don't know, like like fucking uh, diamond, which is a more specific category, depending on what okay. your name is. Um, okay, and Harding. then Harding. What you can do is take a adjective. Any adjective? That's that's pretty broad, Jack. An adjective. That means difficult. So here's here's what I'm here's where I'm aiming, Jack, and, mm. and bear with me here. Yeah, rocks are hard. Yes. Okay. So what if you take like a naturally occurring substance and then you pick an adjective that, that describes, describes it, it and then end it in ing? That seems great. 
I love that. And that's and maybe that's the name generator. So pick any naturally occurring substance on the planet Earth. That begins with the first letter of your first name. Yep. Find an adjective that describes that object and then yep. add ing to the end of Perfect. it. Perfect. And that is that is very much in the spirit of the name Rock Harding. My director name is Oh wait, and this the adjective has to begin with the first letter of your last name? No, not necessarily, but it can if you want. But I feel like okay. that's going to be pretty difficult. It, not your name not for me. Like, because my director name is Jewel Scintillating. Jewel Scintillating is that? Wow. <laughs> that jumps off at the page at me. Doesn't it? And right. wouldn't you want me to direct your movie? Right. And it's me, wow. Jewel Scintillating. Right. And my name is um, Thunder Louding. <laughs> okay, that's good too. These are two good directors. Yeah. Good. That's been our name generator of the week. Um, yeah. And now- Anyway, moving on. Um, then there's Jane Atlantic. Oh, and that actually is my second. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of suspected that that might be the And thing. it is, um, what, what is your reporter name? Yes, reporter uh, gossip rag right. uh, columnist name. Right. Okay. So this one you take. Um, okay, let's think about this. Jane. Jane's addiction. Plain Jane. Jane is the name of a magazine. So you could just take a magazine that be- that begins with the first letter of your first name. How about this? Okay. Think of an animal okay. that shares a first letter with your first name. Okay, got it. If you, so, for instance, if your name was Matt, you mm-hmm. would say monkey. Mm-hmm. Find a scientist who studies that animal. Okay. And right. then use their first name. So That's Matt perfect. would use Jane for Jane Goodall. That's Monkey great. scientist. Okay. Great. Okay, so I'm just looking up jaguar scientist. And I'm looking up turtle scientist. (laughs) Okay, and uh, I've got one. His name is Dr. Alan Rabinowitz. Okay. Uh, Can I tell you something, a little bit about him? Yep. He has passed, I think. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, He was one of the world's most visionary and widely admired wildcat scientists. His legacy will live on in the legion of students he mentored and the wildlife advocates he inspired with his relentless and fearless advocacy for wildcats and their wild places. And I am delighted to have my gossip columnist. Oh, and then the last name is the ocean you live. uh, A big body of water that you live close to. And mine is Lake Travis. So my- I think it has to be bigger than that. It's huge. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen it. My gossip rag columnist name is Alan Travis. And is that? (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, never mind. I thought it was a country music musician. Uh, No, definitely sounds. Alan Travis is the Guardian's home affairs editor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then that's so. Yeah, it's a reporter's. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) He's the author of Bound and Gagged: A History of British Obscenity. Uh, preeminent sea turtle scientist I can find is Dr. Kimberly Stewart. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about her? Um, yeah. She's known as the turtle lady. <laughs> and she's uh, she studies the St. Kitts endangered loggerhead sea turtles. Okay. And my last name is, well, Atlantic. <laughs> okay, great. Well, and I, I, no relation. <laughs> Here's what we have to do, unfortunately, before we can leave the name generator territory, is uh, Jane Atlantic writes a column called Atlantic's Antics. And that is what my- um, Oh, that's, that's what your column name is. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and what is yours? Uh, mine is uh, one second. What was your last name again? Travis. Alan Travis. So we can find a rhyme for one of those two things. Alliteration is fine too, and if you can manage to do both, ooh, doggy. Mine's called. Oh, I I've got one. Bound and gagged: A secret history of obscenity in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Savage Travis. Oh, that's pretty good. Or oh, what about Travis Allen's Savage Travis Palace? <laughs> uh, four words that all almost rhyme. Yeah, and it's a and what it is is it's um it's a, a history of British obscenity. Yep. Yeah. Good. Moving on. Uh, there's also the screenwriter Ronald Pierce who brings his kid, mm-hmm. who is best friends. He is um. Derek Masters' other best friend. Yeah, and there's kind of a B. A Did B-ish. we say what they're doing? They're on a train. They're on a train. I, I want to. Can I tell you about the journey? The journey that I went on. Okay, fine. At first, I was like, "This is a really bad fucking PR stunt. It doesn't make any sense." The train, the yeah. train ride from Boston to. And the then train. I was like, "I think this is a really." By the end of the book, I was like, "You know what? I think this is actually a really good PR stunt." If you're on the train. But there, there are a bunch of reporters on the train, so you are on the train. Oh, right. If they did it today, it would be influencers on the train. Am I right? Yeah, it would be us. No, not us. It would be like... It would be that guy who opened the door for you at, when you locked yourself out of the, yeah. the WeWork. <laughs> it's that guy. Yeah. He'll be Can on the get board, you any CBD train. gummies? <laughs> I don't know why he's so generous. But that's smart. We should do that. Let's. Do, we should do that for the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. Tra- train okay. to Charleston. We might need help from the next character, a small, oh, yes. intense woman uh, n- named Ann Arbor, which Ann Arbor. brings me to my okay. um, last name generator that I've captured. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what is your movie publicist name? Publicist name. And this one is super easy. Yeah. You just got to find- Find it. a city in Michigan. Oh, really? Yep. That begins with the first letter of your first name? Doesn't matter, no, I just... think- Whatever city looks nice to you in Michigan. No, I, I think we can right find there. cities in Mis- I think we can find cities in Michigan that begin with the first letters of our first name. If you want, I don't know. Okay, fine. You're you're, you're f- Jesus take the wheel. Okay. Mine My name was going to be G- Big Rapids. Uh mine is Jeddo. Jeddo what? Jeddo. You have to do the last name too. Oh, okay. So it's got to be a two it's got to be a two word. You have to find so here's how you do it, baby nation. Find a city in Michigan that starts with the first letter of your first name. That's your first name. Find a city in Michigan that starts with the first letter of your second name. That's your second name. Okay. So mine is Jeddo Segola. That's not great, is it? it? Sounds like a Star Wars name. Yeah. <laughs> What's yours? Okay. I guess my name is Township of <laughs> Her- Township of Hamburg, Grand Rapids. Ugh, that's bad. I don't that's think this bad. Works. No, that's okay. Let's go back. Let's go back to your first one. Just find a city in Michigan. Okay, that you like. That you like. Is it has to be two words or one? Your choice. And mine. Mine is Kalamazoo. That's a good name. And that's my publicist's name. Mine is Township of Hamburg. Okay, great. <laughs> that's your publicist's name. Okay, uh, let's talk about this book. I think. Okay, I should probably wait until um, whoever is drying their um, hands. Apparently, drying like a, a small child. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this book. And uh, should we say what we thought the mystery was going to be? Yep, um, Liz. Oh yeah, Liz. Could you? Sit? Oh, that was you drying your hands. 
Yeah. Ugh. You know, we were recording a. Sh- I know the bathroom is right next door to my st- studio, but like. Come on, Liz. When the red light is on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's, it's fine. You're guessing the mystery. Oh, one sec. Oh, no. We don't. You know, we don't have to. I'm kind of out of sublime songs, songs that I know. So you could go back to one you've already done, or we could not do it. Somebody already wrote a really nice song for us that was about this segment. We don't necessarily need to make it more complicated. Okay. Here we go. Um, And oh, and I know, oh, I'm not guessing right. No, I'm not guessing right. No, I know I'm not guessing right. No, I'm not guessing. Do you know that one? No. It's actually, I mean, that's 40 Ounce of Freedom, which is the name of the album. Okay. But that's the actual song, 40 Ounce of Freedom. Great. Thank you for that. R.I.P. Bradley Knowles. Uh, what this segment is, is at the end of chapter five, we guess what we think the answer to the mystery is going to be. And this is where we say what we guessed. And I be, will be surprised Keep in mind, if you got it. I think this is something we've drifted away from a little bit. Yeah. We started this segment because we were confident that we could do this easily every week. Yeah. And now I'm not. Because when we weren't doing it, it was like, oh, I know what's going to happen yeah. here. And then we were right a lot. And now I think <laughs> the ghostwriters have upped their game and made it more difficult. Because this is another one in which Nola didn't even really give us the shape of the mystery. She didn't even give it, she didn't even give us the shape of the mystery. In fact, this is the first time she's done this. The solution of the mystery, you couldn't have known. You couldn't have known. You couldn't even have guessed it. I think this is the first time this has happened. The criminal behind the mystery had not been introduced. Well, and was yet, not Jack. Introduced. Okay. And yet. And yet. I would say that my guess was. I'm going to be so impressed if you fucking got this, dude. As close as one could get to getting it right without having okay. even the shape of the mystery. Figure. All right. And for before you say it, for the listeners, the solution of the mystery was that Ronald Pierce, the screenwriter who was aboard the train, was being blackmailed by someone that we don't meet until the end. Channing Tatum. Whose name was Channing Tatum who uh, had been one of his screenwriting students and had given him like a thesis that he used, that Ronald used to as the jumping off point for his screenplay. And Channing Tatum was attempting to ruin Ronald Pierce by uh, staging a bunch of pranks that culminated in his own death. Yes, um, w- which would have been faked, and, and right, and he did, like, and then he was going to he was going to pretend to have amnesia from being thrown right. from the train, and it all came apart. So th- yep. I'm going to be very impressed if you came anywhere close to this, Tanner. Well, prepare to put on your impressed hat. Okay, I don't actually have one. Spoiler for the new Spider-Man movie. Spoiler. <laughs> Not a lot to go on is what I said to myself here at the end of chapter five. Okay, so you're really you're really poirowing this shit. I don't think it's Anne Arbor mm-hmm. or Charlie, the ex-boyfriend of the L, the star. Mm-hmm. Maybe some spurned actor slash director slash writer who wants credit. Oh, fuck you. Someone in the industry who is good at FX, as oh. Derek calls them. 
And then in parentheses, I said, this is the plot of the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> That's true. I, I think because I recently just saw the new Spider-Man movie, my thinking was, oh, it's going to be um, yeah. someone who's pissed at. I thought it was going to be the director. No, you nailed it. You said writer. You said and FX does come up because it's like that he knows all his FX because he's in the industry. And, they and say the one FX. clue we get is he puts... Um, Prosthetic hand, uh, fake hands. Right, early in on. everyone's food. Yeah, the dishes. first the first mystery thing that happens is they're all served um, a meal on the train, and the the waiters theatrically lift up the the covering for the plate, and there's like what seems to be a severed hand, but it's FX. Right. Um, do you remember the movie FX? No, it's probably before your time. But, uh, it was it full of FX. Yes, yeah, it's okay. it's a similar thing, but it's like people who know FX. There's a movie also called FX2, which is the sequel. Oh, okay, and, and that's what I would have assumed, actually, before you said anything. Yeah, okay, yeah. People don't talk about it anymore, but it was big in my youth. Okay, I think it's probably a check little it bit before your time. And maybe you Riddle check Babies, it check it out. Please check it out. They uh, could use... I feel like take, it's one, it's, it was about to be... Take the time you were going to spend to practice 60-second burger run this week. Yeah. And, and go and check out FX. And it's FX just the letter F and the letter X. And we all, it, it's difficult to explain if you're not of my generation, but we all thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah. Because it's not effects, it's F and then F-X, X. And, and they make a meal out of that says. in this book as well. Yep. I need you to fall on your knees okay. and weep at how close my guess was. No, I said it was for... good. I said it was good. The very little amount of information. I said it was fucking good. It only took me 30 of these books to kind of figure out the formula, which is like, if they have said anything about anyone, that is not the solution. Right. No, I know. (laughs) But so this actually plays into my guess, which was bad. And then the thing that got happened, which may or may not be a a segment within a segment. And I'm just going to read what I wrote. Okay. Okay. Try not to... Don't humiliate me because I'm already humiliated enough, okay? I don't have to humiliate you. It sounds like you have humiliated yourself. I shamed myself. And I am a a, a golden god flying on Mm. a a pegasus that's also made of gold. If you in any way make fun of me. And there's a flash of lightning behind me, and it just lights me up brilliantly. And you can see beneath me in the maw of black this like... Oily, like disgusting little creature, and, and that's it, you. And okay, and I was if you in any way make fun of me for failing in the way that I have, it will bring you down. It's called punching down, and it makes you look worse. You can't make. Me I don't look need worse. to punch. I'm down. already. I a command worm the lightning and no man. And I'm if I wanted to to incinerate you, I could with okay. a snap of a finger. So here's what I said. Someone is staging all the dumb bullshit like the severed hand and the notes to drum up fake tabloid publicity for El San Carlos and Benjamin Athens. My money's on Jane Atlantic. Meanwhile, in the B-plot, Stephen can't swim. Okay, and that's that's actually called solving the B-plot. Yeah, and I did solve the B-plot. But then, here's what happened, and I'm calling... Okay. here's your mistake. What? Wasn't no. that the mystery of no. Christy and the Vampires? No, the mystery of Christy and the Vampires is that the girl was, oh, like, was a, a super fan, fan and she like right, right, cut right. the brake line of the car. And hopefully yep. she's been put away for a long time. No, here's what happened. And I'm calling this getting thacked. I got thacked because- You did. This is a technical and that's what term. that's called when I shoot you with my lightning no, from my Pegasus. No, it's not that. And oh, you it's not wouldn't. That. That's called punching down. 
I would call it like zapping down. Okay, well, it's called punching down. And I got thacked, and this is what thacking is. In chapter six, after I had written that down, here's what Nola Thacker wrote in the words of Christie. Maybe Jane had manufactured everything so she'd have scoops for her column. Maybe her antics weren't just confined to the printed page. Okay, and that's even more wrong. Well, it's when Nola Thacker says what your guess was in the words of one of the babysitters so you know that it definitely isn't the solution of the mystery. Yes. And that's called getting And that's thacked. how you get thacked. That's yeah. how you get thacked. Right. You got thacked right in your dumb face. Yeah. Disgusting, ugly, oil-covered okay. face. Okay. Well, and now you're in the muck with me. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, you got My Pegasus saved me. Okay. All and right. maybe my Pegasus went down, but I don't care. I've got like a thousand other Pegasuses. Pegasi. Pegasi. Here's what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to review this novel. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of a infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like getting people wet who don't want to be wet. So it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet. That's us. Like that's what we do. Share this with a friend, one like, one prayer. I will follow through on the like prayer stuff, too. I will be praying all night. I would use today's sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Of course, I can't. I am evil tanner. I can only use the deep web. We do have a deep web version of BetterHelp.com. It's called WorseHelp.com. It's not good, but I think BetterHelp.com is great from everything I've heard. Convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, Go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bedfellows to get 10% off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com slash bedfellows see you there well not me but have fun mystery okay Tanner we forgot to review the book again okay so we and that uh, happens and that happens we had like four name generators yeah what are you gonna do they put a lot of name generators in this one you know what I'm realizing now? I'm looking at my notes. Yeah. I have a, a thousand notes. Mm-hmm. My last note that I took in the book yeah. was my guess. So all your notes are from the first five chapters? Five chapters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I have a lot of them. That's funny. I mean, four of them are name generators, but... Um, all right. Let's bang through this review so we can get to some of those it. notes. So I'm going I'm to go ahead. I'm not even going to consult with you, and I am um, <clears throat> rating this book five stars in yep. iBooks. Yep. Uh, where Steve Jobs has asked us to uh, jumpstart his new social network, which is the iBooks reviews for these books, and I've, I'm the first to rate it, uh, and I've rated it. It's great. 
And but we are pioneers. Yeah, we're pioneers. So it's, it actually makes sense that you're the first one to raise yeah. it. It's great. Um, so what about this runaway train is coming back? Does that work? For a title. Well, I'm just, I'm happy with any um, No, that's any great. Title. This runaway train is coming back. And then here's how we start the... And I'm going to say is in caps, is coming back as the title. This okay. novel, yeah, originally published in 1997, mm-hmm. is be- better than ever. Better than ever. Um, is more resonant in today's news cycle. Great. Yeah. Than news it ever environment. has been. Yeah. Than it e- than it ever has been. Okay. Great. Since publication. Okay. Wondering how? We'll explain. Great. I'm. Ho- I was hoping that too. Oh, here's here we go. Wondering how? Yeah. Here's thirty life changing reasons okay. why. That seems like a lot. Okay. Okay. And then can you do like four line breaks? No. Just okay. the one. Do as many as you're willing to do and then say, see, that's what we're talking about. Okay. Gotcha journalism. Oh, okay. That's what we're talking about. Clickbait. Clickbait. Yep. F- full stop. Gotcha journalism. Yep. And that's... Is that what the book is about, kind of? No, it's kind of... It's a, really what The Little Sister we're going to discuss in, like, 30 minutes is about. Okay, so should we start again? But this one does have the publicist and kind of the TMZ thing and, like, the... Clickbait. Gotcha journalism. Stuff. And that's why the character, Jane Atlantic, in this novel, is the real criminal. And that's perfect. And then maybe you can say in square brackets. Yeah. Also see... Babysitter's Club, Little Sister, number... Great. Number 40. 40. Great. Karen's That's newspaper. That's perfect, and that makes so much sense. See also, colon. See also, Babysitter's Club, Little Sister, number 40, Karen's newspaper. And that's a, that's well, a little I'm gonna taste say, for Thursday. I'm going to say... Little Babies. Uh, it's just Straw if Babies. You, straw Babies. I'm going to say, see also, Babysitter's Club, Little Sister, number 40, Karen's Newspaper, which one of us may have been thinking about when he started this sentence. Yep. Thank God Jack was here to save it. Yep. And I think that's fair. Because it definitely, I was thinking of the plot of the Little Sister book that we read. Perfect. Okay, now let's do some train stuff. (laughs) Yep. Uh, now uh, and here we go, and this is perfect. And yeah. This is how we bring it back. Yeah. Now that you're back from the atmosphere. Oh, that's perfect. Now that you're back from the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about this book. Let's talk about. And you could say if you wanted with drops of Jupiter in your hair, but you don't have to. Uh, I'll do it in parentheses with drops of Jupiter in your hair. I hope you're ready. For your trading day. Oh, and that's great. And the trains all caps? Yes. Uh, training day. Oh, training day. Uh, I don't want to don't want to pierce your bubble. Okay. But this snow piercer. Uh, yeah. Too, okay. a, little, a little too easy. I got there a little too easily, didn't I? Well, they always say in kind of improv circles, like, don't go with the first thing you think of. Right. Okay. And I, I did. And I should. Right. So I don't want to pierce your bubble, but it's snow secret. That's good. Uh, that when this train leaves the station, 
we're in for the ride of our lives. Can you very, 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 very quickly just kind of read back what we have so far? I just want to look for an opportunity to insert a phrase that we are missing. This novel originally published in Okay, and then let's stop there. Okay. Scintillating novel. Okay. Good yeah. point. Okay, I'm going to put that right up at the top. That's that's great, and that's why we we both do this, and we're, we're open um, to notes. Okay. So then we did the run of train stuff, and here's what I would say. Yeah. Um, hey... Riddle babies, riddle babies. That's the our listeners. Yeah, that's what we call them, right? Yeah, and but we but this review is for anyone. For everyone. Okay, yeah. so um, so skip the hey riddle babies part. Yeah. Um, do you remember mm-hmm. the fight in? Do you remember the fight in Final Fantasy VI against the Phantom Train? Is it VI? Yeah. Hmm. Where the dude, um, I can't remember who it is. I think it's fine. The dude is fine. Actually, Saban. The dude, the dude is fine. Suplexes the train. Right. That's what this novel is going to do to you. And that's what this novel will do to your. And this is, and that's what sense of what this novel will do to your sense of. What about just to to your brain? To your brain. Okay, and that's good. To your brain. This was, I want to say it's the most mysterious train mystery that I've ever read. Do you think that's too much hyperbole? Mysterious train recipe. It was the most mysterious train recipe I've ever what, read. What about, make uh, any sense. no, I said mystery. What about, this was the most mysterious train mystery I've ever read. And yeah, I read Orient Express. Okay. And I did see the movie too. And maybe you can put that in square brackets. Okay. And, and yeah. Tanner's note. And I, I saw read the movie. Orient Express. Express murder on the Orient Express, and then in square brackets Tanner's note, and I saw the movie. Uh, How are we doing on length? And I just want to say there's a reason they call her Agatha Christie and Christie with a K R I S T Y. There's a reason they call her Ag Thacker Christie. Ag Thacker Christie. That's right. And and should we say just because people might not believe it in square in in parentheses? And yes, they do call her that. And yes, that is how it's spelled. That is okay. okay. Maybe great. And yes, and yes, people do say that. Just because, yeah. because otherwise they'll think it's just us saying it. Um, I, d- I think it's actually sp- it's Ag Thacker, like Noah, like Thacker, right? Yes. Yes. No. Exactly. Right. Okay. Um, anything else? Um, okay. Uh, so, so, and this is kind of wrapping up. So, train your mind. On this scintillating novel. Perfect. What about train your... I'd love your, to get it in twice. Train your eyes on this scintillating novel, which will train you to think about the world in a whole different train. That doesn't really work, does it? A whole different train. In a whole different... We'll train you to think about the world. Train... Tr- um. Train you to think about the world in a whole... What are other train words? Caboose. Carriage, conductor, um, to conduct yourself in a whole different way, and I could do conduct in all caps. Yep, and that's great. Um, and then I'm just gonna say, meet Virginia on the midnight train to Charleston, on the night yeah. train to Charleston. And I'm looking just very quickly, just scanning um, for a word that rhymes with shots that is sort of train related. Okay. Do trains move in knots, or is that just boats? That's boats. 
Okay. You think it works anyway, or? Uh, I think it works. So then let's close out with a quote like we love to do. Okay, let's close out with a quote like we love to do. And this, and the open quote. Mm -hmm. You miss 100% of the knots you don't take. Great. And And that's by Train Train Gretzky. Train Train Gretzky. It's hard to say. And that's by Train Gretzky. That's perfect. I love that. Okay, and it's G-R-E-T-Z-K-Y, right? Yep. Okay, I'm going to read this back to you. Five stars. It's great. This runaway train is coming back. This scintillating novel, originally published in 1997, is more resonant in today's news environment than it ever has been. Wondering how? Here's 30 life-changing reasons why. And then a couple line breaks. See? That's what we're talking about. Clickbait. Gotcha journalism. And that's why the character Jane Atlantic in this novel is the real criminal. See also Babysitter's Club Little Sister number 40, Karen's Newspaper, which one of us may have been thinking about when he started this sentence. Thank God Jack was here to save it. Now that you're back from the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in your hair, I hope you're ready for your training day. I don't want to pierce your bubble, but it's no secret that when this train leaves the station, we're in for the ride of our lives. Do you remember the fight in Final Fantasy VI against the Phantom Train, where the dude suplexes the train? That was cool. And that's what this novel will do to your brain. This was the most mysterious train mystery I've ever read. And yeah, I read Murder on the Orient Express. Tanner's note. And I saw the movie. There's a reason they call her Agathacker Christie. And yes, people do say that. So train your eyes on this scintillating novel, which will train you to conduct yourself in a whole different way. Meet Virginia on the night train to Charleston. Let's close out with a quote like we love to do. You miss 100% of the knots you don't take. Train Gretzky. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one. I think that's great. I think I really do think that's perfect. Okay. And then we love this one, and then publish. And I have I have I hit submit, and I have published. Okay. And I was just doing a quick search for train terms to make sure that we didn't miss anything, but I think we got it all. We did all of them. That's perfect. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, and I'll if there's look- any conductors out there who listen, who are fans of the show, yeah, please. find us on Baby Nation and just let us know if that all. If that all makes sense, if that's that's the type of thing you you all talk about in the caboose or whatever. Right. Um, Tanner, can I ask you something? Okay. Yes, please. Um, And this scared me a little bit. And it's just a quick thing to ask you. And I'm going to ask you. And it's just a little scary. It's a little worrying. It's about the B-plot. The B-plot is that Stephen Stanton Chaw can't swim. Mm. He needs to learn how to swim. And Jesse gives him secret lessons. Okay. So let me read you this. Stephen said very, very softly... I can't swim. I try and try and I keep sinking. I'm afraid I'll drown. So that was it. Stephen took his hand down from his mouth and looked at Jesse with panicked eyes. You won't tell, will you? I don't want them to laugh at me. No one's going to laugh at you, said Jesse. They're all going to laugh at you, Adam Sandler. Oh, very fun. Yep. Yes, they will. And then they won't be friends with me, Stephen said. He looked as if he were about to cry. I had that album, the CD. Yeah, no, same. And I listened, one day my mom came home and I was listening to it out loud on Um, the home hi-fi. That's unfortunate. And she heard it. Yeah. And she was like, oh, no. And I was maybe 10. Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, you absolutely are not allowed to listen to this. No, you can't. And threw it in the garbage. And that was right for her to do. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, I loved it too. And I got my hands on it again and listened to it nonstop. Yeah. The one thing where the dude just can't stop peeing. 
it doesn't it doesn't transcendent yeah transcendent okay let me finish this gently jesse laid one hand on his shoulder my goat yeah no i remember that we're gonna have to bleep that pretty heavily i think but yeah no and that's why and your mom probably listens to this podcast and she's reliving what must have been very difficult for her yeah because that can't that shit cannot have been funny to a grown-up i don't think it's funny to anyone really (laughs) no but it was so funny um, gently, Jesse laid one hand on his shoulder. I won't tell, and they'll never find out, because I'm going to give you one of my super-duper special secret swimming lessons. Tanner, is Jesse still hooked on Synchro? Oh, and she's trying to get a new... She's trying to bring someone in. She's trying to bring someone in. And she's been hooked on Synchro this whole time, since Tokyo. She's been hooked on Synchro since Tokyo. And that'll make sense for new listeners, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna li- start listening at the mysteries. I really loved those. Yeah, <laughs> like your uh, n- your uh, nanny share. Yeah, she's been like, what is she's hooked been on hooked on synchro Tokyo? this whole time? Yeah, and she has been, and that's too bad. And we thought she was off of it, but she's been hooked on synchro, and she's trying to reel other people in. Can I tell you something that scared me? And maybe yeah. this is a segment. I don't know, but okay. great, something that scared me. Yeah, right in chapter one. Yeah, no, I said no way. It won't hurt, Linny Papadakis argued. It's not like anyone's going to burn one down the middle at 100 miles an hour. Excellent, said eight-year-old Nikki Pike. His sister Claire, who is five, puckered her forehead into a ferocious frown. Okay, that's troubling. And is so is what Nola is suggesting is that Claire's mouth is on her forehead? <laughs> I think that's the only way that makes any sense. Right? Yes, and it's... And it, it, it's either an interesting choice by Nola to ex- kind of go rogue and expand the character Bible in a way that is presumably not sanctioned. And she loves to do that. She loves she to do love that. To she do loves that. to take Alan's mystery yeah. Bible and like throw it out the window. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Ellen, you thought you had this whole universe figured out? Well, yeah, guess, guess what? what? Claire's yeah. mouth is on her fucking yeah. forehead. Yeah. So deal with that. Yeah, and then Ellen's going to have to fucking work that into her next book, which she's probably already working on. Right. It's going to be called, like, Claudia and the Missing Marshmallows, and it's like, uh, Claire's been eating the marshmallows with her, <laughs> From her, with her head. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you got to put that in there, Ellen. Ellen that will make scary. a meal of it. Yeah, no, she'll make it work. She'll make it yeah. work. De- Nola, I love you, and I'm not, not taking sides in this fight, but Ellen's just going to make that work. She's going to roll with that punch. <laughs> Okay, so I'd like to just to kind of describe what happens to the baby nation, uh, which is that uh, Tanner uh, kind of was listening to what I was saying, and he like it was like it felt like I noticed in the moment it felt like he was trying to act cool. He like turned away from the mic and just like took a like a cool squig of his beer. <laughs> I don't know, it just went down the wrong way, and he spat it all over himself. And it's normally it's a sort of thing that we would either edit out or I would kind of like fill time, but it was so very amusing to me. It's a and big it, one. <laughs> it looked so good to look at that I really I want to. It just kinda, went down the wrong tube. And inhabit this moment with all of you. And uh, Jack and I are constantly taking quiet sips of beer when the other is talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I did that, and then it just went right down the wrong tube. Yeah. And what I did was spit it out yeah. and spray across all my electronics out in front of yeah. me. That was good to watch. Let me see. Before... Oh, Jesus. We've got so much we need to cover. We have so much we have to cover, Jack. And I actually... Um, yeah. Can I read you a poem? Yeah, please, please. That please. I've prepared? Yes, I'd like that a lot. That I wrote? 
Yeah. It's for a new segment. It's okay. actually an old segment, but it's a new poem for an old segment. Wow, that's great. I'm glad you took the time to, to kind of write one up for that. And I wrote it. Yeah. Um, and I would love to read it to you now if I could. Right. This will be the, my first time hearing it. I don't know how a home runs hit or how the ball is thrown. And the tobacco that they do spit, it makes my stomach groan. And so with baseball trivia, I cannot prove my worth. I am a baseball idiot, and thus I walk the earth. <laughs> That's perfect, and you you just wrote that. That's so good. I wrote it in between. Uh, we took a brief break. Yeah. And um, I think maybe you were sitting there playing a 60-second Santa run. Okay, is that what I was doing? Yeah. That's, and you were like, hey, I'm just going to personally write this. Yep. You, you go ahead, do what you want. And I play. Stacy and Claudia, baseball idiots. Yeah, it's where we talk about how Claudia and Stacy are baseball idiots. It's recently been rebranded Jack and Tanner fashion idiots, but we're not this week. Right. And Claudia and Stacy have been baseball idiots this week. And they were. And let's hear what happened. Derek Masters comes to town. He's at the. The um, the superb rat. Pulls up into a Little League game, Christie's Crushers game. Mm hmm. And everyone sees him. And so Christy and Abby, who are the co-coaches of the Crushers now, I guess, uh-huh. uh, go back to the Babysitter's Club meeting and have this an exciting news to tell. Uh-huh. We'll give you a clue, Abby said. He may not be an all-star, but you could definitely call him a star. Babe Ruth, <laughs> Claudia guessed. Babe Ruth is dead, <laughs> I know, so he can't be an all-star, but you could call him a star, right? Said Claudia. Yeah, and that's the only baseball man you can think of. What about Cal Ripken? Well, yeah, what about Chuck Knobloch? Yeah, what about Chuck, Knob- Chuck Knobloch or Kirby Puckett? I don't know, Mike fucking Trout. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Left Stony Brook Elementary School to go, or Stony Brook Middle School to go be a baseball man. And they don't know about baseball, and they're baseball idiots, and that's why they're called baseball idiots, and we say it affectionately. Glad we wrote a poem for that. Yeah, it was worth I it. I wrote a poem for that. Yeah, and I'm glad you did. And the <laughs> next thing I want to do, we only have a short amount of time, and we're trying to be really good about sticking to our time. So mm-hmm. what I would like for Karis to do is play the song at double speed. Okay, Karis, can you do it? Can you do it tw- tw- at double speed, please? Can you hear them knocking, knocking? Girls who keep the cradle rocking Show their fear and pain and wonder As their world is torn asunder Can you hear them buzzing, crying? Can you feel their bonds untying? Try to free them from their probes Show them to us now, swallow Thank you, and can you sing a double speed? And I said, uh, uh, swallow me down Uh, uh, and I said, love it, sound and this is a segment where we talk about the amazing Babysitter's Club covers of Babysitter's Club art director Hodges Swallow. And I have two very specific things that I want to point out on this cover. First of all, as usual, is what Hodges has written. And I just fucking wish that we had thought about it when we were writing our review because Hodges has fucking done us all the favor of writing on the cover of this book. Next stop, Danger. Danger. And actually, so that's, that actually contradicts something you said earlier in the episode. Oh, what did I say? Because I think you said the train was on a collision course with danger. Okay, and that's the next stop. But it stops there. Yeah, but it's unexpected. It's not going to collide with it. Okay, all right, fine. Okay, fine. Fine. Yes, fine. And now I don't know who to believe, my friend and co-host Jack Shepard or my beloved art designer, Hodges Swallow. You know that, well, I don't believe Hodges, man, because he's on his other thing. I have have two other things I want to mention about this cover. Okay. The... First is 
somebody pointed this out about I think the I can't remember which book it was. Oh, it was the Christie in the Middle School Vandal. Hodges I think hates Christie mm-hmm. because Why is that? what he's done with her facial expression here. Yeah, she looks. <laughs> <laughs> she looks stupid. She looks like she just swallowed a frog. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I mean, the, Abby looks pretty. Abby stupid looks as like well. you would look if you were running away from the gray man, right? If you were being chased by the gray man through yeah. the, the the halls of a small train, yes, you, that you'd look like Abby. I don't know what is going on with Christy, but that's the third thing that I want to talk about in relation the gray to this cover, man. which is that the gray man is on this one again, and the I didn't gray think man we'd see him has. Again. Purchased a jaunty new hat, which I think looks yeah. really nice on and him. It looks great on him. He's still got the trench coat. He's not going to give still up the trench, the trench coat. coat. And he's still swathed in shadow. Yeah. But he's got kind of this hat that has like a, a brim, but then like it's kind of, it's like a mushroom cap on the top. I don't know how to describe it. It looks nice. It, it looks great. It looks great. And It's like it, a cabbie hat. It's nice to see that at least Hodges is still committed to the idea that the gray man is the behind man all is of these mysteries the and the mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> Because he does keep painting them in his uh, covers. We've seen him also in Jesse and the Jewel Thieves. And he also makes an appearance in uh, the Dawn Halloween book. Well, and he's he's mentioned by name in... Um, oh, right. In Stacy and the Ghost at the Pike's House. Right, right, right. The, the or the Johans- Johannesson's House. The Haunted... Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking um, about. And at the end of that book... Stacy and the ghost at the Johannesson's house. Uh, Bill Grauman, the gray man, does yeah. get on a train. Oh, right. And then that's where this picks up. Oh, that's yeah. brilliant. That's great. And the Hodges right. has taken the trouble to fucking. Hodges is the only one studying the pieces. character Bible. Yeah. And not, I guess. no one else is. Because Nola's doing like, it. Claire's got a f- fucking mouth on her head now. Yeah. And also, I just did Christy and the Vampires again. Yeah. And Hodges is just like, okay, well. Yeah. That's the gray man's still on the train, yeah, and I still guess on the train. if so, you're giving me a train, that's that's he's got to be on it, right? That's great. Um, what I would like to do now is to leave and go. Okay, and I would like to thank you, Tanner, for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the Riddle Babies for bearing with us, and I would like to say to you that please go and subscribe to our Patreon, which you can find at Patreon.com/slash/bsccpodcast. For five dollars a month, you get. A whole new show every week about the Little Sister books. It's called the Big Baby Baby Elite, Elite Baby Little Sister Big Show episodes, and we sing the descriptions. Yep, and what I would like to do is read you a poem. Okay. Oh, Pop, thou art sick, a very good burn that stings you so right, a knife that doth turn. It gets in your head, but oh, so soon it will cause me to have to. Call the burn unit. And that's right, Riddle Babies. Jack Shepard just tried to skip Burn of the Week for the first time in literally the entire uh, podcast uh, history uh, of this podcast. Want, thanks for keeping me honest. It's m- Jack Shepard just tried to skip Burn of the Week. Okay, fine. And what an embarrassment. And that's why he's the little muck creature down in the muck. And that's why I am your golden god up here on my Pegasus High. Okay, fine. And Jack, did you have a burn? And how dare you try to skip Burn of the Week? Yeah, and it's a burn on all you directors and movie stars out there. So let's take you down a peg, Assis. Okay. Right? Sure. I think that's right. You can Ready? take down as many Pegasi as you want. I have 
Okay. A whole army of them. Ready? Thanks, said Mr. Pierce fervently, as if we weren't just doing our job. It's a big interview. A feature writer from Screen Team. You know, screenwriters almost never win any attention for the movies they write. At least, not like the stars or the director. But what would they do without us? He laughed nervously. Mime? That's good. That's right. Movie stars and directors, you are literally just mimes. You're just mimes. You're mimes. Without our words. Without the R words. And we're the screenwriters. Us writers. Yeah. Although the menu on the train was enormous, the food of choice turned out to be pizza. Although the pizza toppings were what I would consider to be Hollywood style, such as goat cheese and marinated shrimp. We opted for one kid style with extra cheese, one with pepperoni and sausage, and one vegetarian at Greg's request. You're a vegetarian? asked Nikki, staring hard at Greg. Yeah, said Greg. Like Dawn, said Nikki. Derek explained to Greg, she's one of the Babysitter's Club people, only she lives in California now. Is everybody in California a vegetarian? Asked Nikki, and that's my burn. <laughs> it's on vegetarians or I don't Californians? Know. I don't know, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Please buy our merch. Feels like a burn. It's got the cadence of a burn. Anyway, buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC podcast. We definitely, definitely have new merch up by now. Yes, and there's a- Two new shirts. Uh, Strike Against the Patriarchy t-shirt and a Wine Crime Stacy McGill t-shirt. You should definitely check them out. bit.ly slash BSCC podcast. Uh, go get it while you can. And please rate and review our show on iTunes. It helps us to move through the rankings. I would like to tell you that this week we read a novel that was called Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 30, Christy and the Mystery Train. And next week, we're going to be reading a little book called Babysitter's Club Mystery Number 31, Marianne and the Music Box Secret. Okay. I, this week, have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Sandra Greenring. And has been this week. Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, down on your doll, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And don't forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember that the ladies remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia's wearing a bra now. And the way she talks, you would think that boys, boys had, had just, just been, been invented. maybe like a Thomas Harding kind of thing. And what do you think? Um, what is Thomas Harding? Thomas Harding, right. Um, so so Harding, so, so what Thomas, I think what you a, do... A Thomas Harding kind of no, thing, where you take no, no. a Victorian novelist and poet... I can't allow it. I cannot allow it, because it's Thomas Hardy. Whose last name shares a first letter of... The first letter and of I their f- last name starts with the first, same first letter of, of your last name. We can't have that. So, so in this case, Rock Harding is Rock the mineral, and then Thomas Harding, the and, and it's not English, and it's Thomas Hardy, and I can, and it's and that's why it doesn't work. I don't understand why you're getting far from the maddening crowd. <laughs> Sorry, did you say far Mayor from the Bridge. Maddie crowd? We can't do this. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>